You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is Morning Breath. We're a drive time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. It's a beautiful Thursday. Can't believe it. October 7th. September's gone, and the first week of October's gone. It's been a little bit, just a little bit cooler, and we really appreciate that. But we're glad and appreciate mm-hmm. you have joined us to get into the Word of God. That's what we do on Morning Breath. We read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time with the Lord, and then we come down to the studio at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then I am a host talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. My host today is Pastor David Gammon. Hey, how's it going, Pastor Dan? You doing good? I'm doing good. How about you, sir? I'm doing really good. Jumping into some of the final stretch of of the book of Second Samuel here yep, yep. today. It's going to be yep. good week. We want to we want everybody to jump in, jump along, and, and follow along with us as we go into these chapters. Great way to do that is just get the East Coast app. You'll be able to yep. follow along with everything East Coast. You'll get the weekend messages. You'll be able to learn about the groups that we have and different events that we have going on. Also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You'll be able to stay plugged in with, with what's going on here at the church and our community and, and everything the Lord's doing through East Coast. If you don't have any means through the Internet to be able to get a hold of this stuff, just call us at 452-1060. We'll email you out the schedule that we have for Morning Breath so you can follow along in your Bible, um, or we will straight mail it to you, normal, just regular FedEx, you know, U.S. Postal Service mail, and it'll be good. We want you guys to jump in and and be a part of getting into the Word of God with us. We'd love it. That'd be awesome. And and that's what, you know, read it at night, maybe before you go to bed, get up next morning, read it, spend a little time with the Lord. Whatever you're, you know, some people are night people, some people are day people, uh, morning people. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just do what works for you, and it's a way to get into the Word of God. And and doing it on a regular basis is just a powerful, uh, life-giving life-giving things so Amen. that's out there for you what david's got a couple of announcements i do too what do you got i want you guys to uh, yeah know about this it's really cool we got our wolf pack that's our men's ministry here at east coast they are having backyard games october 16th through 17th this is gonna be a great barbecue style fun hangout with the guys it's gonna be at i believe our cocoa location it's a great opportunity to get around like-minded guys that are chasing after jesus and be able to just have some fun make some friends and have a good time if you have any questions or you miss any of the details for any of these uh, events, just go to our events page on our website. You'll be able to find out a lot more information. Also, also at the Coco Campus, we have our Fall Classic Cruise In. It's October 16th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. They're going to bring out some classic cars, and it's going to be a great time out there at that location. Bring the family out. It's going to be amazing. Beautiful. And also, we have beach baptisms mm-hmm. at Lori Wilson Park, which is... Uh, an all-campus event, so mm-hmm. if you'd like to get baptized, if, if you've never been baptized after you believed, we'd encourage you to get baptized, and it's just a it's a way of following Jesus. It fulfills all righteousness, and baptism's a cool thing. It's October 24th from 5.30 to 7 p.m., so yeah, not in the morning, so we're going to get you out there in the evening. It'll be a beautiful night out at mm-hmm. Lori Wilson Park, and then we have our family fun night. It's been a long-term uh, a venture we've done at East Coast Christian Center to minister to families. 
We believe in, uh, you know, all the generations. And this is one for those little kids up to about 12 years old. They can come in costume. No scary costumes because we're going to have a lot of little kids there. We don't want any uh, wild, scary Halloween-type costumes there on the property. But it's going to be from 630 to 830. Tons of games and concessions and all sorts of things out here for the kids to have fun. Tons of candy. Absolutely. And we also have um, October 31st. Halloween actually falls on a Sunday this year. And... It, that, what a great opportunity for the body of Christ to be able to just be able to reach out to our friends and family that normally would be doing maybe trick-or-treating or something like that. Well, we're going to have some cool stuff coming, so get that app, follow along with East Coast. We're going to do some cool stuff for the kids on October 31st. Um, it's going to be incredible, so make sure you follow along. But this Family Fun Night's October 29th, but stay in because we have a safe environment that will be uh, for the kids on that weekend experience. So go join us on Facebook if you haven't, definitely, and you'll get more information about that later. Thank you very much. Well, let's get into it. We've got chapter uh, 21, right? Yes. Verse uh, 22 verses, so each read 11. I'll just uh, read uh, you know, the first 11. You can take it from there. I'm going to read New King James. How about you? Uh, NLT. I'll be reading NLT today. Let's do it. All right, Pastor Dan, I say to you, read, sir. Now there was a famine in the days of David for three years, year after year. And David inquired of the Lord, and the Lord answered. It is because of Saul and his bloodthirsty house, because he killed the Gibeonites. So Saul called the Gibeonites and spoke to them. Now the Gibeonites were not of the children of Israel, but of the remnant of the Amorites. The children of Israel had sworn protection to them, but Saul had sought to kill them in his zeal for the children of Israel and Judah. Therefore David said to the Gibeonites, What shall I do for you? And what shall I make atonement that you may bless the inheritance of the Lord? The Gibeonites said to him, We will have no silver or gold from Saul or from his house, nor shall you kill any man in Israel for us. So he said, Whatever you say, I will do for you. Then they answered the king, As for the man who consumed us and plotted against us, that we should be destroyed from remaining in any of the territories of Israel, let seven men of his descendants be delivered to us, and we will hang them before the Lord in Gibeah of Saul, whom the Lord chose. And the king said, I will give them. But the king spared Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, because of the Lord's oath that was between them, between David and Jonathan, the son of Saul. So the king took Armoni and Mephibosheth, the two sons of Rizpah, the daughter of Aiah, whom she bore to Saul, and the five sons of Michael, the daughter of Saul, whom she brought up for Adriel the, of Barzillia, the Meholathite. And he delivered them into the hands of the Gibeonites, and they hanged them on the hill before the Lord. So they fell, all seven together, and were put to death in the days of harvest, in the first days in the beginning of barley harvest. Now Rizpah, the daughter of Aiah, took sackcloth and spread it for herself on the rock. From the beginning of harvest until late rains poured on them from heaven, and she did not allow the birds of the air to rest of them by day, nor the beasts of the field by night. And David was told what Rizpah, the daughter of Aiah, the concubine of Saul, had done. He went to the... <clears throat> he went to the people of Jabesh Gilead and retrieved the bones of Saul and his son Jonathan. When the Philistines had killed Saul and Jonathan on Mount Gilboa, the people of Jabesh Gilead stole their bodies from the public square of Beth Shan, where the Philistines had hung them. So David obtained the bones of Saul and Jonathan, as well as the bones of the men that the Gibeonites had executed. 
then the king ordered that they be that they bury the bones in the tomb of Kish, Saul's father, <clears throat> at the town of Zila in the land of Benjamin. After that, God ended the famine in the land. Once again, the Philistines were at war with Israel, and when David and his men were in the thick of battle, David became weak and exhausted. Ishabai Benob, Benob was a descendant of the giants. His bronze spearhead weighed more than seven pounds, and he was armed with a new sword. He had cornered David and was about to kill him. But Abeshai, son of Zeruiah, came to David's rescue and killed the Philistine. When David's men declared, "You are," then David's men declared, "You are not going out to battle with us again. Why risk snuffing out the light of Israel?" After this, there was another battle against the Philistines at Gob. As they fought, Sebekai from Husha killed Saph, another descendant of the giants. During another battle at Gob, Elahana, son of Jair, from the Bethlehem, killed the brother of Goliath of Gath. The handle of his spear was as thick as a weaver's beam. In another battle with the Philistines at Gath, they encountered a huge man with six fingers on each hand and each toe on each foot, 24 in all, who was also a descendant of the giants. But when he defied and taunted Israel, he was killed by Jonathan, the son of David's brother, Shemaiah. These four Philistines were descendants of the giants of Gath, but David and his warriors killed them. Amen. Yeah, this giant thing. Uh, now, uh, the old King James would say, like the sons of Rapha, they were um, there were this race of people, mm. and there's some, uh, you know, real maybe controversy about all that stuff and where they came from, and right. were these the descendants of when the the, the angels came down and uh, you know had. Right. Relationships with with the children of men, you the, know, with women. Nephilim. Yeah, Nephilim, and and they're also called Rapha, and uh, where they all came from. But here we see descendants. Here we see a brother of the giant, and so uh, and then we get this uh, six fingers and six toes, right. which is like the uh, was that Princess Bride? Yeah, I'm looking for the six finger man. The six finger yeah. man. He wasn't a giant though. He was. He was, he was just a weasel. Um, yeah, he was a bad guy in, uh, in, in that movie, but Princess Bride, that's one of the best movies of all time. Right. But, um, anyway, there's, uh, there's a lot going on here yeah. that we just don't have really solid, solid, solid information to, to go, oh, that's because of this, that, and another thing. We're right. not really sure. We do know that, uh, you know, some details about all these guys, but we don't know everything. And I think... If I remember correctly, Goliath had three, four brothers. Four brothers. Yeah. So all these descendants were probably hit the, all the brothers' kids. And one of the brothers was still alive at one point here because Jonathan, the son of Shimei, David's brother, killed him. You know, and that was a, uh, oh, wait a minute. That was the wrong one. Um, anyway, there was yeah. the brother was killed by Elhanan, the son of Jair. He killed the brother of Goliath. So, you know, they're... This whole race is still around, and they've got n no love loss for David or right. the Israelites. <clears throat> but it seems like uh, they're getting getting it handed to them, I guess they'd say, on the football field. Right. I love this uh, portion of Scripture, and I wish I could really act like I made this up last night or this morning. I didn't. I actually preached on it several months ago, maybe even over a year ago. And uh, one of the giants is named Ishbai Benob, 
And he was, it says here, was the descendant of the giants. Now, this is the giant that literally, this is the warrior here that that beats down David and is about to kill him. Yeah. And it says his bronze bronze spearhead weighed more than seven pounds. This thing's huge. And he was armed, and he was armed with a new sword. He had cornered David and was about to kill him. But Abishai, son of Zariah, came to David's rescue and killed the Philistine. And it was, uh, one of the points of it was, Ishabah ben Abu's a giant. So when you're when you're facing some ish, you really need an Abishai in your life. Oh. <laughs> right? Oh. You you are going through some stuff that is beating you down Come and about on. to kill you. You need a friend group. You need to be Come at Wolfpack on. at the backyard games because you need an Abishai who's gonna jump in and knock out that giant in your life. Because you ain't that spring chicken anymore. Ooh. You ain't that person that's You're talking to me? No, uh, not it at all. It feels like it. No, you ain't. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm talking to me. You're that Toby Keith song that says, <laughs> I was as I was or whatever. And the truth is you need an Abishai. You need Abishais in your life that will look across, even though they're in a battle, they'll look across and make sure that their buddy's okay. They'll make sure. And when he saw the king was down, he jumped into the fight against a giant. Wow. A seven-pound spearheaded giant, and took him out. Wow! And, and be around friends like that. Form friends like that, you know. And if you don't have them, I, I promise you, the Lord will answer the prayers if you pray to be around godly men and women that aren't so self-focused. And be a friend like that. If you see someone's going through a giant that you can kill, kill that giant for your friend. Wow! You know that's cool. You know this Abishai, uh, or however you pronounce his name. He uh, he is actually I think that's Joab's brother. This was those two guys. These guys were these guys were bad dudes. Um, they were nobody messed with. They actually were the ones that murdered Abner mm. and Amasa. Uh, last chapter, the head of the the new head of the army, Joab got replaced. Yep. And so Joab kills the new head of the army, and takes his job back. Um, I don't know how that works promotion wise, <laughs> but that's the way it did work. It's a great. Uh, encouragement, though, David, mm. that that we need to, you know, have that kind of person in our life. Come on. And uh, I know in my own life, if I wouldn't have had people in my life, I would have been overwhelmed or overcome Oof. at many different times in my life. And uh, so it's just great to have have friends like that 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 love you and care about you. And uh, the other thing I think we've got here is. All these guys are fighting giants. When a giant challenged Israel, Goliath, back on that field before that young shepherd, David, killed him, uh, all of Israel ran from giants. Yep. They didn't stand and fight them. Come on. They, they were on the run from them, and they didn't, they didn't stand up to the, the, the challenge of a man, just that one guy standing out there, and it says the whole of the army of Israel fled. They ran. Mm -hmm. But now you've got all these different people killing these giants. And I, I just want to throw out there, I think part of what you've got going on here is David set an example of giant killing. Absolutely. He, he went first, mm -hmm. killed Goliath as a probably 17-year-old guy, and killed Goliath, and after that, you know, people started going, whoa, maybe I can. It's kind of like the four-minute mile. Yep. You know, for years, nobody broke the four-minute mile. Nobody broke it. Nobody broke it. Now there's literally been a couple thousand people who have broke it because one person, you know, crossed the finish line in under four minutes. Mm -hmm. Somebody said, well, if he can do it, I can too. Yep. 
And so it just unleashed a flood of four-minute milers. And in this case, it unleashed a group of mighty men that were able to go out and uh, kill giants at the left and of the right. And I mean, Abishai, you know, just had to take on this ish dude, ish ish be banab mm. who um and uh just took him on and beat him and we're talking about he had to be a monster of a man a seven pound spearhead that's gotta be huge dude i've got a i got a hundred grain mm. uh point on my arrows when i when i hunt um a hundred grains I, I don't even know what a pound that'd be <laughs> five of you be like a hundred of my arrow points on the end of a spear that he was chucking oh man yeah and then <clears throat> right after this, these guys turn around and they 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 they're able to speak into the king. Ugh. And they say, because I, I wrote in my notes here, a, a sixth a sixth giant or a fifth giant, an invisible giant <laughs> fell. Also, here's a giant that we all face, Come on. but you don't see. Right? He doesn't have a name inside of this scripture. After the, another battle, uh, the, um, they they turn to David and say, "You're not to go into battle with us anymore." And I don't know the wave of emotions that David could have felt in that. I don't know, you know, he could have received it first as an insult. He, I, Who knows? He could have reached back and said, no, last time I didn't go into battle, I did some stuff, and a buddy of mine died, and I, I, I don't know, I don't know, you know, I don't know how David processed this. But they came from a pure heart and said, listen, you're the light of Israel. You know, we can't have you keep going into battle with us like this. And I wrote in there, the giant of pride died Ooh, oh my gosh because david had to listen to his men and, and receive from the people around him that's hard for us to do sometimes it is um i think what helped david in this situation and is he saw his own uh frailty mm. he did see his you know it's hard to be prideful when a big giant standing over you with a spear and the only thing that keeps that spear from dropping into your chest is a friend jumps him takes him on and beats him for you mm -hmm. when you were beaten mm -hmm. you know this is when it says it grew faint in my bible i think yours said it better um how did it say it in verse said, 15 but became weak and exhausted yeah and so you know exhaust what does it say the old saying is exhaustion makes cowards of us all <laughs> you know you watch it in any sport yep and uh, whether it's the defensive line and they've been running the ball for three quarters or it's in a boxing match or any wrestling. There was years ago when uh, we had a guy win a gold medal and beat like the world champion Greco heavyweight Greco-Roman wrestler. And this guy just basically his strategy was to like fight the first two and a half rounds of just wearing him out. Mm -hmm. And when he did... He he lost it, and then the the young guy got started throwing him around and won the gold medal in the Olympics. But it was from exhaustion, and you kind of get a picture yeah. of who you are in those situations. Mm -hmm. Well, with David slaying the giant of pride, really opened the door for all of these young men to be able to showcase. You know, because like you said, the four-minute mile. I was thinking also, too, of Michael Jordan dunking from the free throw line, <laughs> a thousand snapshots going off behind him in the picture, tongue hanging out, and then a nation of kids for the next 50 years, 30 years, 40 years, how long it's been. It's been a while, 1990s, 1991-ish, yeah. you know, have been trying to dunk with our tongues out, you know, and oh, yeah. it's like, you know, jumping from, you know, 
unrealistic distances. And it's like he opened the doorway. And, and I love that we're at a church where, you know, five years ago, Pastor Dan was preaching every Sunday. And now it looks different. You know, now we have got a team teach going on. Now we've got Pastor Matt teach uh, going on. We have uh, other pastors from other churches coming yeah. in. We're going to hear in the word. And, you know, we got to see uh, Pastor Keith Alderman come to the plate and a, a lot of guys be able to come. And it's just been such a blessing in what the Lord's been doing. Um, with that, allowing somebody to to be able to step into their calling is such a big deal. Sometimes the best things we can do is let people fight giants. Absolutely. You know? And you know when you when you uh, I mean, really, what we could say legacy. Yes. You know what is your legacy? Is it that they built a bronze statue of you on the front porch? Because mm. that's not that worthwhile. Come on. I don't know how many churches I I know of. I've lost count of pastors that get to the point where they're tired or they're, you know, it's time for them not to run with mm-hmm. the, you know, the horses, so to speak. Right. Um, they're, they're just not in their, you know, peak uh, performing condition anymore. And yet they haven't raised up, uh, you know, heirs, a parent to take over and run with the, with the ball. And it's it's a sad thing to think that you know I don't know how that happens I'm not sure how that happens I don't know you know what puts a man in that position but it certainly happens way too mm. much it doesn't just happen in church it happens all over you know I think every dad should should be raising a child that is going to take over the leadership of the home I can remember the day. When I became the head of the Stahlbaum clan, and my dad was still alive, mm-hmm. you know, it was just that day when it turned, when I had more financial strength. I had more, you know, uh, uh, just all sorts of strength in my life. And my dad, my dad still had wisdom. Mm-hmm. My dad still was super valuable. It, family loved him. But people look to me to make some of the big family decisions moving forward. And I still remember that day when that happened. Now, I have turned over the church, but don't get any ideas. I haven't turned over the family yet. So That's right. We're working on that still. But I can remember those things. It, it's important. And every dad should be raising a son, a daughter, to take over the family. I mean, we don't raise our kids so they live in our house and are dependent on us forever. Somebody say amen. <laughs> amen. We raise our kids to go out and do it <clears throat> alone. So I think the same principle works in business. It works at home. It works everywhere. We've got to be raising up heirs to take over after us. Absolutely. And I tell you what, we went out and golfed the other day, and Pastor Dan still, still, still beat all of us young guys in 18 holes. I don't trust Pastor Chris Johnson's score. Keep it though. No, I thought I'd walk into it, me but no, I didn't. Was... And I, I tell you what, we're about to take a break here in a second, and I got something before we come back because the Word of God is so good. So we'll be right back in just a moment. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age 
or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone. So come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Yes, sir. Whoop, whoop. Hit it, David. I wanted to call this chapter the teamwork chapter. Mm, like, cause it nice. really was like a legacy. It was more than just, you know, the group. You see a generational teamwork happening yep. here. Yep. It's really cool. Um, I just want to encourage you guys, don't do life alone. Even see in Nehemiah, where Nehemiah gets strategic, it says at the city gates and with a low point of the wall. You see, David needed to be strategic about the low point of exhaustion in his mm, life mm. and put a guard up there. So if you're getting mm. tired, put a guard up there. Put extra help in there. And also put it on where people come and things come into your life. Put it on the entry points of your life 
and where you're tired and exhausted and watch how God prospers you. What is that acronym again? I always forget it. Brian knows it. Hunger, halt, hunger, angry, lonely, tired. Halt. Yeah. So, and tired is the last one, but halt goes go a little slower. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. So those are all three low places in the wall. Mm-hmm. Hungry, angry, lonely, lonely. Mm-hmm. Only the lonely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, all of those are low places. And, you know, I don't know if at the end of it all, which is more important, how we, you know, our huge victories and how we handled all the best days of our lives. Maybe some of the most important choices we ever make and some of the things that will remain will be how did we handle it when it was the hardest? Come on. When things were the most difficult. Did we fall back into old habits? Did we... Did we, and I'm not saying I, I've done it all right, please, but I am saying that it's important when you hit that low spot that you got friends around. Amen. So get those friends and stay on that team. God bless you guys. Have a great day. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breast podcast.